Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning and happy New Year's Eve 2021. And welcome in. We're just going to give a minute for folks to join. And as always, I love to hear where you're from. I'd love to hear how you're feeling. I would really love to hear your intentions for the new year. We are in our final episode of Buddhist Biohacker for 2021. So come on in, join in. Today is Sacred Council. Lots of great things to share for the upcoming month and year ahead. So welcome in. We're going to start out just getting grounded together. So as you are joining in, you can just get comfortable where you're sitting and close down your eyes. Take a nice deep breath and just drop into soul. Drop into soul. Come into that high heart center, the seat of the soul, the the crystalline diamond that exists there. And just come into your space for this brand new year. We have made it through 2021. And we are about to embark on 2022. And again, I'd love to hear in the comments, whether you're watching live or you watch the replay later, I would love to hear your New Year's intentions. What are your intentions for this upcoming year? I'd love to hear them. And just breathe and come into the space. Each and every month, I will be coming to you the very first Friday of the month. And I know it's not quite the new month, but this was an appropriate time to come on. So the beginning of every month, we're going to talk about sacred council, talk about what the sacred council has to share for the upcoming month ahead, and maybe even do some live readings. And I have some shares for the month ahead. And I love what Anita has to share. Be present is her focus. So thank you, Anita, for sharing. Being present is so important. Now, today is our final day of 2021. So it is appropriate that we talk about the pre-shadow of Mercury retrograde, which is what we're moving into right now. So as we think about closing out 2021, it is time to look at any last minute unfinished business that we have. And the pre-shadow of Mercury retrograde is really starting right now really going into full force on Monday the 3rd, and then Mercury goes retrograde on January 14th. So for the next two weeks, it is important that we pay close attention to what is coming up for us. And there's a few things all working together. So I have lots of notes here, and I want to talk about all of this before we get into the transmission from the council. So first off, 2022 is a six month in numerology and six is about responsibilities to relationships. In addition, 2022 is made up of three twos, which is all about relationships. So we have three twos. So relationships magnified times three. We have a six numerology, which is the responsibility two relationships and we are also still in mercury or in venus retrograde venus is retrograde until the 29th of january is when it goes conjunct and sorry i'm looking over at my notes so i don't miss anything so we not only have venus retrograde we have relationships in the form of these three twos and we have the six which is responsibility to relationships in the midst of a two week pre-shadow of mercury retrograde so what does all that mean? 
What it means is we are looking at our relationships. How many of you out there are noticing some relationships are leaving you and some new relationships are coming in? I'm guessing quite a few of us are feeling that way where we have relationships that are leaving, relationships that are coming in. And with Venus retrograde, this is about past relationships. So you may even have relationships that you've had in the past, whether it's friends or lovers, colleagues, any of these things, even relationships with old companies that you've had relationships with, they're coming back from the past. And then the pre-shadow of Mercury retrograde is always inviting us to look at what's coming up from our past that we haven't yet worked out. And hi, PJ, I love your tacos. Always, always, hello. Welcome in, everybody. And so the point of all this is we are stepping into a brand new year tomorrow. And well, really, at midnight tonight, some of you are closer to midnight right now than, than I am in Colorado, depending on what part of the country or world you are in. But we're stepping into this time where there's critical analysis of relationships. And I love what Anita is saying here because she is saying, I'm prioritizing the relationship with myself. And this is huge. So Anita, thank you for bringing that up because our relationship with ourself is going to be key. Oh, Hope is on the same boat. Hi, Hope. Welcome in. Hope's one of our members. Hello, prioritizing herself. Yes. So again, our relationship with ourself is the most important relationship that we are going to work on, form, create, and cultivate in 2022. So I'm glad you guys are bringing that up because this is a time of relationship. That is my key word for 2022 is relationship. And the reason being is no matter what numbers you're pulling, no matter what you're looking at astrologically, everything is about relationships coming up in 2022. So really, really important for you to understand that Venus Mercury grade is asking you to analyze your relationships. Mercury retrograde, the pre-shadow for the next two weeks is asking you to analyze your communication in relationships and the numerology of 2022 as a six is asking you to analyze your responsibility to your relationships, including that responsibility to yourself. So that's a lot of relationship energy as we go into the new year. And as we kick off this brand new year, we're already in the midst of it. So whatever you're experiencing in your own relationship space, that is absolutely your focus for 2022. I know for me personally, it's, it is the same as what Anita and Hope are saying here. It is about the relationship with myself and really being able to value myself, love myself, take care of myself. And when we do that, it ripples out to all the relationships that we have in our life, right? That's what's really incredible is it just ripples out. And then all of our relationships are impacted in a positive way. So I want to go through some key points. Here's kind of our cadence for the show today. So we're going to go through some key astrology. We're going to talk about numerology and our master number days and also the number for the month of January so that you can kick that off. And then we're going to get into um, the Sacred Council's transmission for the month. And then we are going to do, I think I'll do a few readings for you guys today. So I think that'll be fun. And uh, so here we go. <clears throat> so again, we talked about we're entering pre-shadow of Mercury retrograde. Um, Tuesday, January 4th, Coming up in just a few days is a master day. It's an 11 master day. We have 35 master days for the year. We'll talk more about that in a minute. And then Mercury retrograde begins on the 14th of January. So um, be aware. Oh, hope I love this. I wish StreamYard would pull up our cute little emojis. But for those of you who don't know, um, you can, I think it's $2.99 a month or something um, here on YouTube. And we have our own emojis. So um, nonviolent and awareness are two of them. So thank you for sharing those, Hope. I have to somehow screenshot those from YouTube because they don't show up on StreamYard except the word. <laughs> but I know what they look like in your chat. <laughs> 
anyways. Um, okay, so the 14th is Mercury retrograde, and this is in the sign of Capricorn um, in the element of Earth, and it's all about our government and our business. Big shocker. That seems to be totally the thing all the way. I love this. Here's all of them. I love it. Thank you, Hope. So um, more government and business stuff coming up in the month of January, of course. Um, we're going to be in that for the next through the decade, I think, really, um, especially because our our Pluto return for the U.S. is February 22nd, which we'll talk more about next month. Um, we have another Master Day on January 22nd, and this is 1-22-22. This is one of our power days for the year. So that is going to be an important day. We'll absolutely do an activation um, in Ajata Casa. Oh, I love this. Lindsay is saying the 14th is your birthday. Lucky you. Your, your birthday is the day Mercury retrogrades. Happy day for you. All right. Then on January 28th, Venus and Mars are conjunct until March 31st. So this is going to bring more intensity as though we didn't need any more. And then on January 29th is when Venus finally goes direct. So we should feel a huge sigh of relief that day when it comes to relationships and love and romance. Um, and then the 31st of January is also an 11 master day. So that's kind of where we're at astrologically. Um, I follow um, Vedic and sidereal astrology. So if you're checking those to tropical, they may not line up. So just remember that. Um, but I, I just follow uh, Vedic astrology. I think between my Ayurveda studies and yoga and, and Buddhist practices, it just aligns more with me. And I find it's a little more accurate. Um, not, you know, they all line up it, it, essentially, but okay. So that's our astrology coming up this month. So again, I have sat with it and my intuition tells me that the month of January is all about our relationships, not just our relationships with ourselves, our relationships with the collective, our relationships with the mainstream media, our relationships with the government, our relationships with our friends and family, our relationships with our colleagues, and so on. So we're going to be analyzing and picking apart lots of relationships. My advice is really just to let things go that are leaving you. Don't try to hold on to relationships that are no longer serving you. And that includes relationships with the collective, like the media, um, certain media outlets, maybe um, new ones are coming in, as we know, there's old ones leaving. So just kind of notice it's going to be old leaving, new coming in. Um, and what is your relationship to that? So that's the question you want to come back to your self-inquiry for the month is what is my relationship to this when something's starting to either irritate you or even inspire you is, is acknowledging that that relationship is something you want to cultivate. So that's important. Okay, so when we talk about numerology, so first off, as I said, we're going into a six year. So this is responsibility um, to relationships. And I always, um, my example of a six in numerology is when you have to take care of a parent. You know, you have a responsibility or an obligation to take care of a parent. And so you take them in, you take them into your home, right? Um, you take care of them, some of us, right? Or you have to put them someplace or something. That's a responsibility to a relationship versus a two in numerology is about relationships. So a two might be, you know, either coming together with a romantic partner or a sibling or making a best friend or ending a relationship or divorce. That's like, two people, right? That's a two person thing. Um, a six is more about your responsibility to your family unit or to the relationships with your colleagues. It's more of think six, six people versus two is two people. Now we have both playing off of each other because 2022 is three twos. And I cannot tell you when I sat with the year upcoming, those three twos really jump out to me as a magnification of relationship. So the two is important, but so is the six. So again, our whole year is going to be about this. Now, what's cool is our month of January is a seven month in numerology. So seven is the most spiritual and sacred of the numbers. This is your spiritual hiatus month. So as a collective, we're going into a seven month, which means that January is still going to be introspective. 
It's going to be a time to meditate. It's going to be a time to create sacred space for yourself. Um, it's going to be a time to be quiet. So your personal numerology may line up differently. And I have a numerology class here on YouTube. So if you go to videos, you'll see it. It's, it's one of the most recent videos. You can do that class and I teach you how to calculate your um, numerology for each month as well as for the year all the way down to the day. Um, so you can go figure that out. So you're going to have your own vibration or frequency. That's that's what numerology is, is it's just a frequency. So you're going to have your own frequency for the month. The collective frequency is a seven. So that is a nice spiritual number. And we're going to need it because I do think we're going to have some shakeups this month. And so I think it's important that we hold that seven frequency this month. Um, what I saw was the images of kind of being in not in the eye of a hurricane. I almost saw like an image from the Matrix movies, probably because I just watched them. But the, the clairvoyant image I saw was like in the Matrix where everything slows way down and there's things going on around them, but they're kind of stopped. That's what I see for the month of January for us. It's important for us to stay centered, to stay grounded, to stay in our sacred space and allow things to go on around us. Um, if we get caught up in what's going on around us, we're going to feel emotionally pulled in multiple directions and distracted. So what I want to say is let's leverage the seven frequency for the month of January to come into a space of centeredness and sacredness while all of this stuff is unfolding around us. And um, Hope is saying, I love this. <clears throat> I have been seeing or noticing more twos constantly, 12s, 21s, 22s, me too, Hope. And that is great because that is where we're headed um, with our frequencies. And we'll talk about that in a minute. And Anita said, I just binged the Matrix movies too. Yes, I did. And I will say my opinion was two and three, the second and third movies, overkill on action and not very mind bending. But the new one definitely felt like a direct message from the controllers. And if you haven't seen it yet, um, I'll be curious what you guys think. And maybe we can talk about it um, next month. And hi, Lars. Happy New Year. We love Lars. He's another uh, regular here. I know most of you guys are so welcome in. Okay, so we want to leverage that seven frequency. And so we've talked about astrology, we've talked about numerology. Now we're going to talk about these master days. So, you know, I've followed angel numbers for a really long time, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have, right? We know about the angel numbers, we know about these codes and frequencies, the 111 and 555 and 444 and 1111 and 1212, right? We've we've understood that these are important. And what I felt when I when I sat this past week with the year upcoming and what was important for us to focus on as a community and as a collective, I really got some what I felt was new and fresh energy and information about these master days. So I'm really excited about this. I wrote an article that's on my blog. So you can go to lisamgunshore.com. My website's right below us here. Um, and it's called honoring the master 11 day, and we're going to call them M 11s. Okay. So that's what we're going to call them. We're going to just coin that right now, M 11 days. Um, so if you haven't read that article yet, you can find it there and that's going to give you even more specifics about everything that's happening with these master 11 days. But really what I felt when I sat with these is first of all, there's 35 master 11 days in 2022. And there are a handful of what I intuited as power days. And the first one is coming up on January 22nd, 2022. So it's 1 2022 as one of our key power days. Now, how do we honor these days and what do we do? These are frequencies. So this goes back to what Hope was talking about um, with seeing these different codes. And that's really how I read them is these, when we see these repetitive numbers, we are actually receiving codes, light codes. We're being activated. And 
we want to take advantage of that. So I am very excited because I have created an intention to lead us in intentional activation on these 35 days in 2022. And I've given you some options to already begin to build your own intentions around those days in the article on my blog. So again, you just go to lisamgunshore.com and go to blog. And it's like the first article on there because I just published it. And yeah, Lars, 2-22-22. Yeah, very important days, all important. So there's several power days. Most of them are at the end of the year, believe it or not. There's a couple at the beginning of the year, um, but we have a jam-packed power activation towards the end of the year. So for whatever reason, you know, I trust what I receive. And for whatever reason, I felt this strong sense that we are to focus on these frequencies, focus on these master days, and utilize these codes to intentionally activate our light bodies all year long. So I'm really excited about this. And we're going to start off our first master day is this Tuesday. And our first power day again is 1-22-2022. So um, definitely tune into that article and I'll send something out on my email list um, and on social media also and here on YouTube on the community page for Tuesday because that is our first activation. And I'll be hosting activations inside the Ajata Casa community live on those days. So I'm really excited about this. These master 11 days are really important um, and I feel like are going to shift our vibration, shift our frequency. Oh, I love that, Anita. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. 35 days equals eight, which is transformation. Yes. Oh my God, that's so good. I'm so glad you brought that up because it's so true. Um, and I didn't even realize that. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, we are going to change our life, light bodies this year. Um, we're going to transform. Okay, so we kind of have an idea for the month. That's that's my little sacred planner for you guys. And I want to go into the sacred council's transmission. Their transmission for this year, our focus is on universal laws. That is our focus, and I am very excited about it, and I have a video prepared for you. So hopefully this all works. I'm going to take this off, and let's see how this goes. So what I'd like you to do is um, this is something to receive. So get yourself in a space to receive. Kind of You can sit. You don't have to close your eyes if you don't want to, but you can. And we're just going to receive the first universal law that the sacred council wishes us to learn about for the month of January. Here we go. Everything is dual. Everything has poles. Everything has its pair of opposites. Like and unlike are the same. Opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. All paradoxes may be reconciled. The evidence of this principle is observed in the polarity of planets and the various celestial bodies that includes our Earth, solar system, and galaxy. Everything has polarity. Without the law of polarity, light gravity and electricity would not be possible. On the mental plane, this principle manifests itself in the heart center of each person as the enlightened or dark mind. The principle of polarity makes possible the choices we make on the scale of life between good and evil, right and wrong, generosity and greed, love and fear, truth and lies. The law of cause and effect is closely connected to polarity and holds us true to the choices and actions we make by returning to us what we have measured out to others. Like the swing of the pendulum, it always returns where it began. In biblical terms, it is expressed as, Whatsoever a man sows, so shall he reap. Do unto others as you would have them to you. 
This principle establishes the paradox or the dual aspects of reality. Everything that is has its double, positive and negative, light and darkness, hot and cold, love and fear, mortality and immortality. All right. The universal law of polarity is our focus for January. And there's more to come with the monthly flow that will be dropped in Ajatakasa tomorrow. But I'd like to point out a couple of things about the law of polarity that stuck out to me today. Without the law of polarity, light, gravity, and electricity would not be possible. So isn't that interesting? When we think about electricity really stuck out to me because as a medium, I mean, I know that electricity is needed to generate the energy for those who are in these other planes of existence to move through our plane and to connect. Electricity is part of what's connected to our nervous system. It's part of how we activate our light body. It's part of how we change frequency. So in order to experience those things, we have to have polarity. And the message coming from the sacred council is that even those operating in service to others can still be in an inverted matrix. And there's a lot more to come about this, I think, throughout the entire year, to be honest. But when we look at, we must have light and dark. We must have right and wrong, right? For everything we have, there's love, there's fear, right? We have to have the opposite. It's the yin and the yang. And I'd love to hear what you guys think and, and what that activated in you. So please share that in the comments. I'd love to know, you know, your thoughts on this as well. But the call to action from the sacred council is to understand this law, to sit with this law, to look at how polarity is impacting your own life. And what happens is in the law of one, when you look at how our matrix operates and how all these different planes of existence operate, the higher you ascend, if high is even the right term, right? But the more we ascend, the more we um, shift in our consciousness. Maybe the best way to say this is the more conscious we become. <laughs> That's the best way to say it. Polarity still exists, but it's more subtle. So right now on our planet, we're seeing distinct polarity, right? Two different viewpoints, in many different categories of our life. And they're, they're very split, right? We feel this complete split reality. As we shift our consciousness, that actually becomes more and more subtle. So there's still a polarity in everything that we do. There's still duality, but it isn't impacting us emotionally, right? That emotional impact is the trigger that creates so much split. Hope is saying, I've been noticing how relevant it is that you have to experience darkness to know light. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And Anita says, inner world versus outer world. What I feel eternally versus what I see eternally. Wow. Yeah. You guys, so right. These are really beautiful shares. Keep them coming. Yeah. And so this is, this is our work this year. We're working with frequency and we're working with these universal laws. We're unlocking them. And I have a list of, let's see, how many do I have listed from the council? I have 105 laws. <laughs> so we better get busy uh, for us to learn and to explore. And what I'm doing is allowing the council to drop which one they'd like us to focus on for the month. And the law of polarity is a big one. And what I'll do is I'll drop this video separately on YouTube and have it written out as well so that you'll be able to connect in with this universal law however often you want to throughout the month. And we'll continue to talk about it, you know, all throughout the month, whether it's in Ajatakasa or YouTube or social media or any of those things. Lars is sharing, 
I just try to hold higher vibration of love and gratitude in my daily life and spread it in this big city of Copenhagen. Plenty of low or dense energy here. So much polarity here. I love that, Lars. Yes, holding that vibration, love and gratitude. <laughs> like this cosmic lawyer of light you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where we're going with all this, but I'm, I'm intrigued to see where the sacred council wants to take us for sure. Um, as far as these universal laws. So, yeah, I mean, it really is. And I, you know, the thing about do unto others as you would like to be done to yourself, right? That's the golden rule. We all grew up learning the golden rule, I think. And it's important for us to look at this from the perspective of the shadow, meaning, you know, we we can tend to feel victimized, right? We can tend to feel like bad things are, are done to us. And it's looking at that and understanding that what we experience to us is also coming from us. And really looking at shifting from this place of the victim into the creator, into the author of our lives. And we're going to be talking a lot about that in 2022. Because we create our life. This is universal truth. We create our life. And even those negative things that happen outside of us are coming from someplace in our consciousness. When somebody shouts at me in a grocery line for no reason, I have to ask, where am I angry? And I'm not expressing it because my anger is just expressed through that person right? We are expressing ourselves through each other all the time. And why is this important? What did we say about all this relationship energy, right? So it's pretty profound because the whole focus of the year is about relationship. And Anita and Hope, you guys set it up here. You said, prioritizing the relationship with myself, right? Well, we are ourselves. We are each other. You are me and I am you. And so if we're building a relationship with ourselves, we're actually doing it through everyone around us. And so as we go into this pre-shadow of Mercury retrograde, it's really kicking off now. We know all this relationship energy and now we have the law of polarity presented to us to work with. It's up to us to notice how is my subconscious expressing itself through the relationships around me? And as Lars said, holding a vibration of love and gratitude can transmute the anger, the fear, all of those destructive emotions. They can be transmuted through love and gratitude. And being in that vibration and the vibration of forgiveness, forgiveness of yourself and forgiveness of those around you is just as important. So it's powerful stuff. We're moving into some really powerful stuff. And yes, there are a lot of things going on externally. And when I sat with this coming year and I asked what my responsibility was to the collective, you know, I don't feel like my responsibility to the collective is to predict the everyday stuff anymore. And, and I mean that in, in that it feels like our focus is to be that centered eye of the hurricane. And the only way to do that is to work on ourselves, self-development, building that relationship with ourselves and understanding how to be in relationship with the collective, with the narratives, with the people who are trapped in that space. And that's really what landed for me as my responsibility for 2022 is for us to work in this energy of creator, for us to work in the energy of holding a frequency while everyone else catches up consciously. Because we still have a lot of people who are catching up. And so we have to hold space for them if, and, and also be a way shower at the same time. So that's a big big responsibility, I feel. Now, what I would love, I would love, I have my galactic heritage cards. Oh, sorry, this green screen is kind of 
poor what I have going on here, but these are all about your galactic heritage. And I would love, if you would love for me to pull a galactic heritage card for you today, just throw that in the comments. Just say, please pull me a card. And I'm going to do that for those of you who are watching right now. And we'll see what they have to say. We'll pull a few cards. And then we're going to wrap up. I want to talk. There's so much going on um, this next couple of weeks. And I want to share what's upcoming with events and all of those things. So we'll get to that in a minute. But let's see here. Okay. So Hope, we're going to do yours first. I'll just go down the list. And I'm always going to start with members. So if you're a member of my YouTube channel, um, I'm going to start with you first. Hope is. So she is first on the list. Um, but here we go. So hope, hope, hope. Oh, wow. Lars, you're so kind. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, hope. I love this. Okay. So hope. The card I pulled for you is community. 96. It is Association of Worlds. Oh, this is terrible with this green screen. I'll get this fixed for the next show. Um, but let me tell you what this is. And sorry, guys, I have to put my glasses on. Here we go. Um, let's see. 96. All right. Hope, are you ready? Okay. It says... The Association of Worlds is a unified group that includes many extraterrestrial and interdimensional species who have joined together as representatives of the galactic community. Okay, so you pulled this card because you have a connection to this group that is positively affecting your life today. This card stresses the importance of building community on Earth which prepares us for joining the community of the stars. And the keywords are equity, balance, and loving service. So that is pretty awesome. Like that is awesome, Hope. So this is all about, again, it's the association of worlds, equity, balance, and loving service. You pulled this because you have a connection to this group and it stresses the importance of building community on earth, which I love because that's what we're doing. That is what we're doing. So how cool is that? Oh my gosh. Okay. So Lars, we're going to do you next because you were so kind with your super sticker. Thank you so much. It was very kind of you. Lars, Lars, Lars. Oh, wow. Okay. So your card is 99, which I think is important to recognize Lars, 99 for you. Um, and it is Zeta Reticuli and the card is Mirror Reflection. These are so hard to see. All right, here we go. Okay, so let me tell you what this is, Lars. Okay. This says, so there's like a little piece about Zeta Reticuli. So one of the reasons for the fearful Zeta encounters humans have had in the past is so we could look into the reflection they represent and see ourselves. This card asks you to look at your fears as a reflection of what you need to see. Don't look away. As you look fear in the eye, you can begin to see transformation and that you have all the answers you need. Let fear transform into love as the Zetas do, which is exactly what you were talking about doing, by the way. So that's pretty incredible, I think. And um, I'm sure where you are, you're experiencing a lot of that. So that is pretty cool. I hope that was a good message for you, Lars. And let's see, okay, I'm going back up to the top of the list. So now we're gonna go to Anita. So let's see, Anita, what yours is. Anita, oh, the Pleiades. We're all good friends with the Pleiades in this community. You are not in this community unless you're connected with the Pleiades for sure. And the card is 88. So there's our second. So Lars had 99. Now, Anita, you're 88. And it's balanced relationships. Oh, this is so bad. You can't really see. Maybe I'll put it there. There we go. Balanced relationships. So let's see. So 88. So Anita, here we go. All right. The challenges in human relationships happen from expectation. We expect our partners to become who we want rather than allowing them to be who they are. 
This card suggests it is time to take an honest look at the relationships in your life and your expectations. Can you be 100% present as a friend, family member, or partner without expectation? This card points to a karmic pattern that is ready to be released, and this future Pleiadian energy can assist you. As if we didn't talk about relationships enough, Anita, you have more relationship energy. So there we go. Um, and I would call in the Pleiades. So that's pretty cool. All right. So here we go. So we're going to Cindy. Cindy, Cindy, Cindy. All right, Cindy, Sirius. So Sirius, as we know, is another star system. And the card is number 60, coming full circle. Coming full circle. So this is for Cindy. Here we go. Cindy. The Syrians placed codes within our DNA to help us to evolve when the time was right. That is so true. Okay. If you pulled this card, you have a connection to ancient Syrian past. And because of humankind's awakening, you have recently completed a karmic pattern held for thousands of years. You may feel subtle energies of completion or you may feel nothing at all. But if you have any guilt about things left undone in the ancient past, it is not necessary to hold on to this pattern any longer. So there you go. Um, let's see. So Anita, I'm just reading your, okay. Okay, Cindy. Yep. We got you. Okay. So now Jason, oh, we love Jason too. Let's see what your message is. Oh, another Pleiades, another Pleiades, um, holographic healing, number 87, holographic healing, Jason. This is going to be good. I just know it. All right. Pleiadians recognize that all consciousness is holographic. When one part of the hologram is influenced, so is the whole, and that is the foundation of Pleiadian healing methods. This card encourages you, Jason, to experience your life holographically rather than a series of separate events. Healing in the now or in the past affects the whole you. So each step you take towards your healing now will affect the entire hologram of your existence. That's pretty epic. Not going to lie. It's pretty epic. Awesome. All right, Carson, we're going to move to you here. And I'm watching your comments down below. So let me know how you like your cards. Oh, this is very interesting. All right, Carson, 29 hive mind. This is interesting from the insectoids. I actually, so if you didn't know, the Sacred Council of Light is a diplomatic council, and I've been on this council many, many, many centuries. And um, one of my main job is to work with aggressive species and connect the benevolent beings within the aggressive species to the council so that they can work with the Federation to create treaties. That's basically what I've learned about all this. So I actually have some insectoids I've met recently that I really liked. So, you know, there's, there's good beings in every species, no matter what we think. So let's see what hive mind has to say for you today, Carson. All right, you ready? There are many extraterrestrial insectoid species that have contacted earth for thousands of years. They are peaceful and have a harmonious society that is based on the idea of a group thinking as one. Most humans shun the idea of a loss of individuality, but it can be a freeing experience whereby the ego no longer dominates one's own reality. If you've pulled this card, Carson, you have connected with these beings in the past and their energy is now asking you to remember the oneness that lies underneath the illusion of separation. So there you go. All right, let's see. Oh, Jen Tunney. Hi, Jen. All right, let's pull a card for Jen. Here we go, Jen. All right. Oh, the card is 27, which is a nine, and it's alienness from the non humanoid. So we'll see how this goes. Do, do, do. Here we go. Okay. 
This is for Jen. The energy of this card refers to the sense of alienness that many humans have that keeps them from feeling connected to life on planet Earth, which, by the way, was the focus for the Sacred Council in December was the archetype of the alien. So this is very interesting. Okay. You may have indeed have a connection to non-human beings in the universe, but because you are human in this life, this card asks you to embrace your uniqueness and celebrate it rather than fear it or be ashamed of it. If you need help, ask some loving non-human beings to assist you during meditation. Feel their alienness and open your heart to them anyways. You and they are one. Very interesting. I love this. All right, we have guided Pilates. I think that's Sharon, I'm guessing. Please pull me a card. All right, and yes, Happy New Year to you as well. To everyone out there, oh, I love this. Okay, the card you got is Melting Pot, and it's the future Earth. It's coming from future Earth. So let's pull this up. Here you go, guided Pilates. I think that's Sharon, though. Unity from diversity is one of the most powerful evolutionary ideas for a species. Humanity is an amalgamation of many diverse ET species. It is a direct reflection of the galactic community. This card reminds you that beyond race, gender, skin color, and beliefs, all beings come from the same source. Humans must transcend the fear of those who are different and extend their hearts to all beings in order for this necessary evolutionary step to be activated. So love that. All right, let's see. Did I get everyone that was on here? I think so. I think I got everybody. So I'm going to pull one for all of us today that are on here. For all of you guys who have been on here, um, I got everybody, I think. Cindy, I think I got you, didn't I? I'm way up. Yeah, I did. Okay. Oh, I love this. So the card I pulled for all of us today is number 19, Feminine Principle from Vega. Oh my God. There's so much synchronicity in that card. It's crazy. All right. So it says, the ancient Vegan civilization breaking away from the Lyrans manifested the feminine principle by their intense devotion to spiritual expression. They were the earliest priests and priestesses. They were the first to develop spiritual methods. They had no interest in moving out into the galaxy to develop planets like the Lyrans. All they needed was within. This card reminds us of that same truth. All we need is within us. Stop looking outside yourself for fulfillment. Instead, rely on your own light and inner awareness. The deeper you go within, the vaster the universe becomes. That is too good, too good for our con card conclusion. I love that so much. And thank you, Carson. Thank you, everybody. I want to go through just a few announcements um, just so that you know what to expect in 2022. So again, uh, first Friday of every month, I'm going to host Sacred Council here, just like we did today. And just really, I want to kick off each month kind of talking about this. Now, I am going to send out an email the first of every week with everything that's going on. I've sent out plenty of emails. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, get them to be a little bit smaller and also to get them to carry what's most important. So if you're not on my mailing list, please go to lisamgunshore.com. There should be a little pop-up box right when you get on there. There's also some signups throughout the pages, um, but on that pop-up box, please sign up for my mailing list um, so that you can get my weekly pulse check. That is going to start this weekend, um, and that is going to tell you all of the events upcoming in the Ajatakasa community on YouTube um, and anything that is beyond that. It's also going to have my week um, uh looking glass update. Um, that is going to tell you what to expect in the narrative and on the planet and also some other things that are going on transdimensionally. So that is something to look for um, this year. And the monthly flow drops in Jatakasa tomorrow. That is the transmission from the Sacred Council, which is focused on the law of polarity. Now, the first Sunday of every month, so that's a Sunday the 2nd, we do have a Sacred Council 
call for members with Q&A and discussion about the monthly transmission, as well as some questions that I'll answer for everyone. Um, that is at 9 a.m. Mountain Time on Sunday the 2nd. If you want to join Ajata Casa, first off, I don't know why you wouldn't want to. There's thousands of hours of video. Um, there's going to be uh, Indigo Flow Yoga starting next week where I'm going to be teaching yoga live. We have Swami Ali Ananda on Tuesday, first Tuesday of every month. We have Sacred Council the first Sunday of every month. The first Friday of every month, we have Conscious Collaborative Community. I could go on and on and on. It's only $13 a month, you guys. All you have to do to sign up, lisamgunshore.com. Um, you're going to click Sacred Council, learn about Ajata Casa. You can sign up there. It's 13 bucks a month or $143 for the year. You have access to our own social media community, which is private, no algorithms, no censorship. And you have access, most importantly, to the calls, the videos, the events, everything. I don't know why you wouldn't want to be a part of it. Um, so that is what is coming up. Um, I also have a very special... Um, program that I'm launching this next couple of weeks. And there will be um, opportunity for you to apply to be part of this program to work with me as a sacred creator in the upcoming year. So keep an eye out for that on email and social media as well. And um, I am back on YouTube. Um, let's see, we have all sorts of stuff going on on a monthly basis. I'm most excited about a new show with Denise Dryden, um, where we are going to be talking about the indigo flow frequency. So all of you who are connected to the indigo frequency, please join me and Denise um, for that. We're going to kick that off this month as well. So there's way more stuff going on than that, but that is plenty to say for now. Um, I love all of you guys so much. Thank you so much for being a part of my world and um, here we go. We're going into 2022. I can't wait to hear all of you, hear from all of you. And thank you so much, Carson. Thank you, everybody who's been watching and listening. I love all of you so much. And I will see you guys very soon. Mwah!